Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Z Sports powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment out on our Twitter timeline as always. And hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans coverage. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. Find your next ride at Wilson County Hyundai by making them a part of your new car buying process. Go see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Uh, Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better. With Farm Bureau Health Plans, that means better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. And Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Titans, if you've been injured in a car wreck, call Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation, 800-800-4600. So, Zach, yesterday's conversation was about the eventual release of uh, of Derek Carr by the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, and that did, in fact, happen uh, by the 3 p.m. Central Time date yesterday. And so Derek Carr is now a free agent. And now another bit of news when it comes to quarterbacks in the AFC and the Titans in AFC South and Ryan Tannehill is an emerging trade partner for a potential deal for the Titans to send and get rid of Ryan Tannehill. And this coming from SNY up there in New York, a potential trade uh, conversation from Connor Hughes, who is the Jets insider of SNY, who is a reputable uh, uh, outlet in New York. Quote, don't sleep on Tannehill. There's a feeling around the NFL that the Jets are much higher on him than some want to believe. Again, that is via Connor Hughes of SNY who covers the Jets. Uh, he also, this was a part of Zach, a really long article that Connor Hughes put together that was basically detailing all of the Jets off season plans and options of players to cut play contracts to restructure. And then getting a quarterback was a big part of it. And to go deeper into it, it's, you know, the Jets need a quarterback. We know what the New York market is. Uh, and they've got the offensive rookie of the year in Garrett Wilson uh, at wide receiver. They got a pretty solid defense. They got a, a head coach they believe in in Robert Sala, but they need a quarterback. And so once again, from Connor Hughes, quote, don't sleep on Tannehill. There's a feeling around the NFL that the Jets are much higher on him than some want to believe. Uh, I'll let you react uh, based off of what we see there from SNY up in New York. Well, here's a rule of thumb for all NFL fans entering the offseason. Half of the league, half of the NFL, half of 32, either don't have a quarterback, don't like their quarterback, or question their quarterback. And so there's always going to be movement with about half of the teams. There always has. Now, there's usually 10 quality quarterbacks that 
are either young and up and coming or established and you don't have to worry about it. But the Titans, I think, are in the questioning their quarterback probably slot. And the Jets are, we don't like our quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mike White is not good enough to lead them to where they needed to be. Couldn't lead, let him, could not lead them to a playoff berth last year. And Zach Wilson is Zach Wilson. I, we're not even going to get into that. So, you know, I, I, I'm not surprised that once the season is over, you've got a lot of teams that are looking around. You even saw the Colts, you know, yesterday, you know, talking about drafting a quarterback when they introduced yeah. their new head coach. We know that the Texans need a quarterback. A lot of the teams in picking in the top 10 usually need a quarterback because it is the most important position in team sport. And the Titans are in a unique situation where the final year of their quarterback's contract, I think that is a huge part of what this represents. And it was a huge part of last year's conversations with Tannehill. The cap hit was just too high. It was not like 50 plus million dollars. Look, I was, we were, I think, searching for any, at least I was, searching for any way last year to cut Tannehill, trade Tannehill, release Tannehill, go about it in another way after he threw three interceptions and cost the Titans their playoff game. And now it's a little bit more realistic because this is an outable year, but it's just, it takes some nuance and it takes another team to get value. Absolutely. And so just to go through Tannehill's uh, contract situation. Yeah, exactly. You mentioned like last off season, I think you and a lot of people after the three interception uh, performance against the Bengals in the division around the playoffs were like, yep, Tannehill's it. Like that's not, that's not where uh, the Titans need to be. He, you were, you were out on Tannehill long-term overall, but $57.4 million of dead cap. Uh, and $29 million base salary plus uh, whatever signing bonus that he had made it impossible for the Titans to really move off of Tannehill uh, last offseason. Now, you fast forward through a year, I don't think Tannehill had a bad year. I think Tannehill had an unfortunate year this past year for the Titans because the offensive line we know was the worst pass-protecting offensive line in the NFL. The wide receivers were the least talented wide receiver group in the NFL and they had injuries. And so what do you want a quarterback to do when you've got a bad offensive line and a bad pass catching group, uh, especially when Traylon Burks can't stay healthy for multiple different reasons, a turf toe, a concussion, both things out of Burks's control. And then Tannehill dealing with what, like a, a three times sprained ankle. I, I forget how many times he, he had that injury reoccur throughout the entire year. And then he ended up having the tightrope surgery on his ankle after the Chargers game to see if he could get back in time for that Jags game or a potential wildcard weekend game that didn't come to fruition. And so have we seen the last of Ryan Tannehill in a Titans uniform? We don't know, but Mike Vrabel said last week when Tim Kelly was announced as uh, offensive coordinator that Ryan Tannehill has been in the, in the facility every day. And he was excited to hear about Tim Kelly getting that OC job. Well, Zach, uh, the Titans' former OC, Todd Downing, just got a new job with the New York Jets. And so uh, Tannehill, I don't think, has control over where he might be traded. Uh, But the New York Jets, again, here's the report coming from Connor Hughes of SNY. Quote, don't sleep on Tannehill. There's a feeling around the NFL that the Jets are much higher on him than some want to believe. Uh, And when you've got Rand Carthon coming in and Ryan Tannehill has a 
$36.6 million cap hit and 18.8 in dead cap. Rand Carthon has to know that any option that comes to him, any phone call that he receives needs to be listened to and thought about because he needs to look at every option that he think could be a possibility. Well, let's, let's look at this in the state of where the jets are compared to where the Titans are because, and where they think that they are because the jets Look, they're a quarterback away from making the playoffs. The Jets hadn't made the playoffs and been a playoff contender or a Super Bowl contender since Mark Sanchez. Let's just call it like it is. So, I mean, it's the truth. Yeah, that was the yeah, last I mean, time they were in the where, AFC Championship game. But where were they an actual Super Bowl contender when they were in the AFC Championship game with Mark Sanchez? Oh, well, you're yeah. one game away. Yeah, for sure. So, so you have to call it like it is, and that's yeah. what it is. Well, that was a long, long time ago. And the Jets have been scratching and clawing to get back into, in, in a New York market, mind you, right? Yeah. Uh, scratching and clawing to get back into relevance. And Ryan Tannehill is better than Mike White. Ryan Tannehill is better than Zach Wilson. It's kind of funny. I actually play basketball, pick up basketball with uh, Mike White's backup at Western Kentucky. And saying that Mike White, I mean, he's got a hose. He's accurate. But yeah. he's not the guy. He, yeah, he I mean, cannot. I mean, we, I don't think anybody's arguing that Mike White is going to, you know, become an elite quarterback. So I think the Jets realize that. I think Mike White is a backup that any team would want, right? I think he's mm-hmm. proven that. But Ryan Tannehill is an upgrade. Uh, if you were to ask me if Ryan Tannehill was on this past year's Jets team healthy, I think they're they make the playoffs. I don't think this yeah. the Dolphins do. I think the Jets do. And so if that's what they're trying to do, I think it goes to the report of what's coming out of SNY saying that the Jets are much higher on, on Tannehill than some want to believe. And maybe that is the case because he can get them to where they want to go. The Jets, and I don't want to sit here and say the Jets aren't trying to compete for Super Bowls. Every team is trying to do that. Mm. But you have to walk before you run. You've got to crawl before you walk. And the Jets are just trying to get into the tournament and kind of set that precedent of where their roster and where their franchise is. The Jags were able to do that this past season. They leveled up in their last nine games. They were seven and two. Their now thought process going into next season is different. The Jets' thought process is different. I bring all of this up to say, I think the Titans are in a very unique spot where... I think they're on like the precipice of figuring out where their mindset is for next season. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Titans are definitely in a pivotal point or a crossroads, as you could say, Uh, like Mike Vrabel said at one point, the day before John Robinson was fired two days before John Robinson was fired is when Mike Vrabel said the Titans were at a crossroads. So Zach, Let's get the chat more involved. You guys are flying in here with a ton of comments and we appreciate everybody. Make sure you give the show a a like on YouTube and Facebook while you're watching uh, as well. Uh, But here's the question we have out of the gates for all of you. What is your best case scenario for the Titans quarterback situation this off season? What is your best case scenario for the Titans quarterback position this off season? So best case scenario and we want your opinion. So curious to hear of all these different options that might fly in about this. But I'll tell you guys this. You have one option. 
if you get injured in a car wreck. And that is to make sure you can get as much money as you deserve to get yourself through that situation because there's medical bills for getting injured in a car wreck. There's potential lost future earnings uh, that happens if you get injured in a car accident and you need somebody who can go fight that battle for you to help you get out of a bad spot and into a spot that you deserve to be in. And Hughes and Coleman injury lawyers, they can do that for you. They've been doing it for 30 plus years across the entire state of Tennessee and the Kentucky, and they've recovered over $1 billion for their clients. They are the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. They invest in their community in the mid state across the entire state of Tennessee and in Kentucky, and they'll do the same for you. So if you get injured in a car wreck, uh, you need to go to Hughes and Coleman. You can call them for a free case consultation. If that happens, a free case consultation by calling 800-800-4600. That's Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, Principal Office, Nashville, Tennessee. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app. Last night, oh man, I was one game away hitting a, a big parlay, but the Portland Trailblazers fell short. That was, that was the one game I needed. But I get back up on the saddle uh, today on BetMGM. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports in the bonus code tab. They are the king of the sports books. Go to your Apple, uh, Apple or Android app store today and download BetMGM. All right. So the question we are asking is what is the best case scenario for the Titans quarterback position in your mind this offseason? Just to kind of reset here, this is coming from Connor Hughes of SNY covering the Jets. Quote, don't sleep on Tannehill. There's a feeling around the NFL that the Jets are much higher on him than some want to believe. So asking everybody the question, what is the best case scenario for the Titans quarterback situation this offseason? We kind of laid it out there in the open about all the different directions. Rand Carthon, Mike Vrabel, and this team can go with their situation. So Zach, I'll send you to the chat, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, what, what's everybody saying about this best case scenario for the Titans quarterback position? Well, and you know, Malachi comes up and, and talks about the plan says trading Tannehill all depends on what the plan is. Yeah. If it's to sign car, it's a waste because they're the same and car costs more, more per season. And, and I think the plan is important. I think that's what we're kind of asking you is sure. what is your plan as the chat for the best case scenario when it comes to the Titans QB situation Tannehill stays as the starter from Eric C. Rich says trade up for Young or Stroud because they're you know at the number eleven slot they could trade up and get a young quarter quarterback. Uh, ride it out with Malik Willis and send Ryan to the oh. Jets so Wilbur is in rebuild phase. Uh, keep oh. Tannehill, get weapons, trade for Lamar Jackson. So there's the I know, there's part. a laughing crying emoji and a and a hands up you know kind of thing. So I don't know Ken. Ken trying to be funny, you know, I, I mean, it, uh, the trading for Lamar Jackson is going to be so expensive because that's going to involve so many first round draft picks and a boatload of money in guaranteed dollars for the deal. You're going to have to sign Lamar to. Uh, Tress says uh, it's twofold. Keep Tannehill. If they moved him, they, uh, them, Getting C.J. Stroud is the best outcome in Tress's opinion. Okay. Trade for Aaron Rodgers. Trade Ryan to the Jets. Pick up Robbers. Revamp the offensive line or it doesn't matter from Gary, which I think is uh, is fair right there. Restructure Tannehill's contract. Jimmy G from Joseph. You know, the question is, what's the best case scenario for the Titans quarterback situation in your opinion? C. Ridge says, 
trade up, draft Stroud and Young. I also saw uh, a couple of people throw out, which is is unique, Trey Lance because of the Rand Carthon connection. Start Malik from tighten up, keep Tannehill and build around him. Uh, best case is to compete and stick with Tannehill. Trade Tannehill, then trade up to get Stroud or Young from Tennessee T. Draft CJ Stroud. Trade up and draft a guy there for Mikey. Uh, best case is Patrick Mahomes decides that he doesn't that he wants to play for Vrabel, demands a trade. So, Steve. well, you remember Zach a couple of Pro Bowls ago when Mike Vrabel was the I guess that was last Pro Bowl yeah, when Mike cool. Vrabel was the head coach of the AFC team and Mahomes said like Yeah, I'd, I'd love to play for Vrabel. He gets it or something along those lines. Uh, you know, Probably. hey, you never know, right? Uh, get rid of that contract for Matt. Keep Tannehill from Joseph. You know, best case scenario. And Gary says, what's wrong with Willis? No, I think no, Willis I mean, is a an extreme developmental quarterback. And yeah. if you are, you've seen enough of Willis, you weren't willing to start Willis in the most crucial time that you went in, picked up a practice squad guy off the Detroit Lions practice squad named Josh Dobbs to compete because you didn't feel like Willis is ready at this point. If you don't feel like Willis is ready at the end of this past season, I don't think you think that Willis is ready to start next season. No, totally. And I agree. So anybody who says that uh, Malik Willis should be the starter going into this in this year is completely deciding to punt on the entire 2023 campaign and just say, you know what? Uh, I don't know. You know you've got well, it's rebuild, right? Yeah, rebuild, that, that reset, is, retool. It's rebuild. Zach, I think if we're going to go, if Malik Willis is a part of that, then rebuild is even on delayed. Then you're like delaying the rebuild if Malik Willis is the answer. No, no. Their philosophy of that is you're rebuilding the team. You're drafting number 11 overall as a franchise left tackle. You're getting your, your quality picks. You're letting Rand Carthon work with what he was given that's the concept. It is rebuilding. You're just not rebuilding the quarterback. You are rebuilding the roster. And well, Kermit says, stop hating on Willis, man. It's so weird. No, we're not hating on Malik Willis. I, guys, like I, I Kermit, watched. We've seen Willis, okay? Yeah, it, like we, we know more about Willis. He was trash. Like he was complete and utter trash. He was so garbage that the team that drafted him weren't willing to put him in a massive situation for the team for him to earn more trust or lose more trust in week 18 of the season. So Kermit, you can't sit here and cry about us criticizing or me. I'll just say me criticizing Malik Willis when he was absolute slaw all season in different spots. He got opportunity and he didn't do very well with them. No. And again, the plan was never for Malik Willis to play down this season. The plan was for maybe to see what he could do uh, next year. And then it go back to, Again, I was at most, not all, but a lot of the training camp practices and off-season practices for the Titans and watched a ton of Malik Willis. And you can go with other media members uh, that, that watched Malik Willis, like Teron Davenport, who works for ESPN, is really good at what he does. And Teron knows ball, right? Even Teron Davenport said that he thought the soonest Malik would start was like December of 2023. Like even Teron thinks that it was wait a year plus, a year and a half, nearly two years before Malik Willis can be ready. That's well, just and, and I'll add this. I, I know some people inside the building watching Malik Willis this year. And, you know, when somebody says, guy's not ready, it was not like, ah, he's just not ready. It's 
guy's not ready. It's like it, it, there was a huge different in difference in tone. So look, it's criticism. It's okay. It's fine. It's all right. That's what we do. It's okay. But yeah. we've seen it's, and we're not criticizing with without a basis we actually yes. have seen something in live real time it's not just preseason games in practice the the fans got an opportunity it doesn't mean that will malik willis will be nothing in this league but it's gonna take uh, uh some time yeah and so uh you know big g says so basically he was a wasted pick i mean you again one thing that we'll probably not find the answer until mike vrabel is no longer coaching in the nfl and somebody asked him on a podcast you know did you want uh, Malik Willis in the third round of the 22 draft. And we'll know if Mike Vrabel's ever asked that question, if that was a John Robinson type, uh, you know, selection or a Mike Vrabel or a collaborative effort of saying like 86th overall, it, we've already drafted NPF in the third round. You might as well take a guy who's really talented at 86 and see what the heck happens. And it was a gamble. The Titans thought where they were willing to take at that point, that was a, easy risk it was a you know put ten dollars on a parlay that might hit and win you 500 but you know you're going to be okay without that 10 bucks kind of a deal and yeah, so, but you lose the last leg because the trailblazers wet the bed yeah may, maybe so maybe <laughs> so but uh but again so like i don't think malik willis needs to be a part of the uh the best case scenario for the titans quarterback position zach i know when we came up and you came up with this question this morning on our pre-show call you said i've got my answer so I'm ready. I am ready for Zach Bingham's answer on what the best case scenario is for the Titans quarterback situation. Uh, but first, tell us about uh, the best case scenario for go get yourself a new vehicle. Yeah, best case scenario is you go to Wilson County Hyundai. You take a quick trip down I-40, exit 236. You walk right in the front door of the dealership. Says, A to Z Sports sent me. I'm ready to look at a car. I'm ready to look at an SUV. And they're going to say, look. Let's walk right back outside those double doors and let's put you into a brand new Palisade. Let's test drive that bad boy. Then all of a sudden, you get in the car, you put your 10 and 2, you put your hands on the steering wheel after you buckle up because safety's first. You rev that engine a little bit before you put it in reverse. You put that bad boy in reverse and you're on your way and you are test driving the all-new Palisade with third-row seating, all the bells and whistles, but you got to feel the fire. You got to go 10-2 and two behind the wheel before you actually purchase a car. Go to Wilson County Hyundai, and you can go to wilsoncountyhyundai.com before you actually walk in those double doors to test drive one. They got great inventory. That's wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Don't forget, when you download the BetMGM app, you better do it and use our bonus code ATOZ Sports. Why? Because that's how you can start and guarantee that you start your BetMGM career with a success. Because with bonus code ATOZ Sports, you get a great first bet offer, which means if you miss your first bet, no worries. You get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets to try it again. And that's a great way to jump on the BetMGM train. Zach and I have been doing this. They've got tons of great features, promos, odds boost. I got to pick what promo I wanted yesterday morning, and I picked uh, the parlay odds boost uh, that I'm going to use for college hoops probably tonight. Uh, and so make sure that you download the BetMGM app and you sign up with our bonus code ATOZ Sports. You get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets 
if your first bet misses. So visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification eligible requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued at knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. And for problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Zach, we're trying to ask, what is the best case scenario for the Titans quarterback situation this offseason? Again, based off of Connor Hughes of SNY yesterday on a Tuesday. Uh, writing this at SNY's website, quote, don't sleep on Tannehill. There's a feeling around the NFL that the Jets are much higher on him than some want to believe, which leads us to the conversation. What is the best case scenario for the Titans quarterback situation and position this offseason? What do you have in mind? So it's uh, a scenario, which is a hypothetical scenario. And we've had a lot of good quality hypothetical scenarios in the chat. Here is mine. Based on that report, something that that is new that I don't think that we ever thought maybe two weeks ago is that you could trade Ryan Tannehill. I, don't, I thought that we, you know, we kind of like, well, you're kind of in a tough spot if you're the Tennessee Titans. But now, if the Jets are interested in the man, trade him away. Get however much value you can from Ryan Tannehill. Trade that contract away, and then you pick up the phone and you call the Green Bay Packers. And when you when the Green Bay Packers answer, you say, we want Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be in Green Bay. He needs a new home. He just built a house in Franklin, Williamson County. He wants Brentwood. to come home. Brentwood. Okay? We, we, he wants to come home. Come on home, baby. And, and he's going to come home by – you're going to have to trade away some picks. But you'll trade away some of the value that you got for Ryan Tannehill. So there's a transfer of picks yeah. kind of in that scenario. Hell, if you want to do a three-team trade, I don't give a damn. If that creates – you know, you go NBA style on this. But you're going to have to give away your first-round pick, number 11 overall for Aaron Rodgers. You probably, more than likely, are going to have to give up a future first-round pick. But you're going to get Aaron Rodgers in the building. You now have an assistant general manager that is – you know, has some history yeah. with Aaron Rodgers. So yeah. you can kind of be briefed on maybe what his feeling is. And I would go as far as to say is they are buds. Yo, right? and I, Zach, I, I will go ahead and, and you know, say with a strong confidence that Chad Brinker, who was officially announced as the Titans assistant GM yesterday, Chad Brinker coming over from the Packers. Again, I have a lot of confidence in saying, uh, that Chad Brinker has a really, really strong way of building relationships with players. And again, I told you this last week, you Google image search Chad Brinker, and you know, it only takes you like picture five or six to see him with his arm around Aaron Rodgers at some type of social gathering. And so Chad Brinker has a lot of respect inside that Packers locker room, and everybody inside that Packers locker room has a ton of respect for number 12, uh, in green and in gold. So, you well, know, I want green. I want number 12 to be in two-tone blue. That's the best case scenario for the Tennessee Titans. You get a, a few more years. I don't know if it's two, three, or four split. Who knows? From Aaron Rodgers of actually competing in the AFC prior to the Texans and the Colts and even the Jags fully getting their team organized and situated and going for their division. You still have a, a best-case scenario of a stranglehold on your division to make the playoffs if you have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. You still have Derrick Henry under contract for one year. You can get rid of, of Robert Woods, to be honest, 
and you can go out, you can develop Chigakonkwo, you can develop Traylon Burks, you can pray to the good Lord above that Kyle Phillips stays healthy and turns into some sort of, you know, uh, uh, Jordy Nelson type for the two-tone blue. And now your defense with Jeffrey Simmons, if you decide to sign him, you still have the core pieces with Harold Landry coming back and Rashad Weaver and some emerging young players on that defense to help you. That is the best case scenario at the quarterback position for the Tennessee Titans, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and the funny thing is that Traylon Burks would be the most recent uh, uh, first-round wide receiver that Rodgers could throw to in a long time <laughs> because the backers just simply have not given uh, Aaron Rodgers any first-round weapons in, in quite uh, in over a decade, which is nuts. But so, Zach, I guess the main problem that I have with the Aaron Rodgers thing is, look, that's a lot of, you know, moving pieces. You're talking about a three three or multiple trades for quarterback. What's uh, the off season? This is no, it's not I, yeah, that unrealistic it. that movement uh, happens in today's I just, age. I think the hard thing about that, and I guess the good thing about that is that Aaron Rodgers uh, is probably going to take a while. And so, and I'm going to go back to what Connor Hughes said at SNY, and he said this in his well, article. It's taking four days, I thought. Yeah, at least. And that's just of darkness. And then who knows how long he's going to take when he gets out of the darkness. Uh, but here's what uh, Connor Hughes said on his article uh, when he also talked about Tannehill. Rodgers is clearly atop the Jets' wish list. That's the NFL's worst-kept secret right now. The problem is no one has any idea what Rodgers wants. He's writing for a darkness retreat. Yeah, really. And all involved hope for some clarity once that's over. Uh, the Green Bay Packers are expected to do what Rodgers wants, keep him, let him ride off into retirement, or trade him to a team of his choosing. And so, you know, do, do, does Aaron Rodgers want the Jets? I mean, I don't think anybody knows that either. And so, uh, does Aaron Rodgers want the Titans? Does Aaron Rodgers like the idea of Mike Vrabel and like the idea of Nashville over New York? Now, Aaron Rodgers has been in Green Bay, Wisconsin for his entire career, which is the tiniest of markets in the NFL. But we know the, the national uh, coverage that that franchise does get. But so that's your best case scenario. Trade Tannehill away and then bring Aaron Rodgers uh, to Nashville via another trade. That is it. I think that's the best case scenario for the Titans to compete. I think 11 is a little too far out to trade up to get one of the two elite quarterbacks, which is Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. I, I'm, I'm, I'm less like anti-Will Levis, but I'm still anti-Will Le Levis compared to you. And I, I just think that you can go and and kind of restructure what the team represents. And, and, and it also has been proven, I think, two things. It's not that unique because we've seen a lot of elite quarterbacks change teams. Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, when we've seen Derek Carr, I don't, Derek Carr's not elite, but he's going to change teams. So we've seen the movement in today's NFL in the offseason. And I think we also know that Aaron Rodgers' time in Green Bay, don't we kind of feel like it's coming to an end? I mean, we, we felt like that for the last couple of years. When a relationship starts to wane, it usually breaks. It doesn't sit there. You know, couples don't get back after they go to therapy and like, we're the strongest we've ever been. Sometimes that happens, but I think that that's very rare in the sense of how the last three years of Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers have publicly gone back and forth year after year about all of this stuff. I think it's a breaking point. 
and he may go to the Jets. He may not go to the Titans. But you asked me a question about the yeah. Titans quarterback scenario. That's my answer. I, I, I will say this. I think the only way the Titans could get Aaron Rodgers is if they trade away Ryan Tannehill. I don't think you can get Aaron Rodgers by cutting Ryan Tannehill. I agree. Yeah, and so, you know, and we'll talk about Ryan but Tannehill. Now, and that's why I don't think that I would have answered the same way if this hadn't have come out. Yeah. I think that was the changing in news because that's what I kind of said is we never really thought about this a couple of weeks ago. We were like, that's kind of a pipe dream that a, uh, you know, a team would, would trade for Ryan Tannehill. But the Jets do make sense, right? I mean, th- th- with Ryan Tannehill, I think the Jets are now compete for pl- the playoffs. I think the Jets fans would flip their brains because they know what Ryan Tannehill was in Miami, uh, and they they would just right, be like but, miserable. But there's uh, now there's more to that. They've actually seen Ryan Tannehill make the playoffs three consecutive years, <laughs> go to an AFC Championship game. Now, not it, play well in it, two of those games. If I were if I were on the Ryan Tannehill side of this, of trying to sp- or the New York Jets and trying to spin the positive of Ryan Tannehill, I would also tell uh, Jets fans like, well, you know, uh, Adam Gase is who ruined Tannehill in Miami, and you guys all know about Adam Gase, right? As Jets fans, so I think that would be the spin there. Well, so he's Marvin better than Brady, Mike White or Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so again, I, I do think you know because if you cut Ryan Tannehill now, you save you know a decent chunk of money but you still have a lot on the cap if you wait to cut Tannehill after June 1st you save 27 million dollars but if you trade Ryan Tannehill at any point you automatically save that 27 million dollars on this year's cap which means then you could go get Aaron Rodgers with that cap space and you also gain draft capital from the Ryan Tannehill trade to give you more ammunition to package whatever you need to for Aaron Rodgers. So I, I do agree that trading Tannehill first is the only way Aaron Rodgers could be a part of the conversation. Now, Marvin says this on Facebook, uh, get Aaron Rodgers and the Titans will be in the same situation as Tampa is in now. But Zach, as a Bucks fan, uh, it was worth it, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, you do that every day of the week and twice on Sunday. The Rams fans will tell you they would take this past season of terrible, and, and they don't even get a first-round pick because they traded away, right, for a Super Bowl. Titans fans would trade all of this for a Super Bowl. It is worth it. It is in today's age. That's why, you know, superstars, you know, they wear different jerseys more often in today's era of football and basketball and baseball and everything. So sport has changed. Trades have changed. They've evolved. You want to make this deal because you now compete with the big three, which is Cincinnati, Buffalo, and the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. All right. So, and, um, you know, I, I agree with Nick. Uh, Tampa has Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronk. Titans don't have any of those guys. And look, Aaron Rodgers, you would think, would bring some another other attraction to the Titans if you were a part of it. Uh, do you have anything? It looks Maybe like Robert something. Woods is better if you have Aaron Rodgers throwing. Yeah, but I don't think I, if you have Aaron Rodgers and you can't afford to pay Robert Woods fourteen million dollars yeah. on the cap. Like, I mean, know. I I agree, but but I think Aaron Rodgers will make Chig and Trevor Burks, Burks much and better. Kyle Phillips. I mean, we know what what Aaron Rodgers did with Randall Cobb, who was a really good slot player for a lot of his career, and Kyle Phillips is a slot guy. Maybe elevates because Aaron Rodgers in the system changes, right? Like, because the Titans are not going to run the same offensive system. If Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, that would be stupid. That would not be maximizing Aaron Rodgers. You'd then be maximizing. Then all the pressure goes on one man. Tim Kelly, Tim Kelly. 
That's right. Oh, by the way, Tim Kelly's brother, Dennis Kelly, was a Green Bay Packer and a uh, short-time teammate of Aaron Rodgers. So there's a connection there. Hey, we can play this game all day long if y'all want. But so, Zach, to my best-case scenario, I, I do think if you were to ask me, like you said, the, the trade option on the table about Tannehill does change my opinion. Because if, you know, before yesterday, if you were to ask me the best-case scenario for the Titans quarterback situation, I would have said to keep Ryan Tannehill for one more year try to go fix your offensive line and upgrade in other spots and run it back with Tannehill and Derrick Henry in a very, 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 very talented defense uh, when healthy. But now with a potential trade on, on the books, I do think the best case scenario for the Titans is to find a way to make a nice clean cut from Ryan Tannehill, save as much cap space as possible and get draft capital back. Like cutting Ryan Tannehill to save $18 million in March, I don't like that idea. And then wait, having to wait to cut Tannehill until after June 1st to save $27 million, I think that's gambling and making your decision on your quarterback too late. But the idea that you could potentially trade him to somebody, get a couple of picks back, and then save that $27 million to go figure the rest out, I think that makes the most sense to me. But I don't think it's a move to go get Aaron Rodgers. I think it's a move to kind of go back to this graphic to rebuild. If you trade Ryan oh, Tannehill. Oh, wow. You're, you're moving backwards. Uh, yeah. I think if you trade Ryan Tannehill, I think you have to rebuild. Because now you have the option Ooh. to go get somebody for the long haul. Because what is Aaron Rodgers going to do with this offensive line that you need four new starters and you don't have a lot of money to go pay new starters. You have to draft new starters on the O-line. You need to draft new starters at pass catcher and be able to pay big Jeff and figure out David long jr. And whatever else it looks like. And so I don't think trading Tannehill to bring in an expensive option like Aaron Rodgers makes sense. I think the best case scenario trade Tannehill. You only have six picks currently. So if you can trade Tannehill, gain $27 million plus gain $45 million. And now you have like eight draft picks. I like that as the best case scenario, but that goes into a rebuild. Are you drafting a quarterback with all of that? You're at 11. That's the problem. Yeah. You're in the abyss. There's too many quarterback hungry teams that pick above you for the quality quarterback. So you can't draft another third round pick or second no, round pick at quarterback. Not, you just did that, right? And I'm not saying that's the option, but I'm not I saying think, you're saying that, but yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah, no, it's, it, I don't know, but I, I think it, it does bring up an option to go get one of the top quarterbacks. Now this is up. This is where it's up to Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel, Tim Kelly, Pat O'Hara, everybody else that's on that. Uh, Charles London and all the different run game and pass game coordinators and the analysts and everything there that they have on staff is what do you feel about Bryce Young and what do you feel about CJ Stroud? And I'll just add Will Levis in there. How do you feel about those guys? Are they Baker Mayfield? Are they Kyler Murray? Are they Joe Burrow? Are they Mahomes? Are they, are they Mitch Trubisky? Are they Justin Herbert? You know, there's a lot of different versions of top quarterbacks. You know, Kyler Murray's good, but not that great. When he was the first overall pick, we know what Baker Mayfield is. Like, where do these guys fit? Is it Mitch Trubisky or is it Deshaun Watson pre off the field stuff? So what, how do Carthon and his team evaluate 
the top three quarterbacks in this draft and how do they evaluate them next to how they evaluated Joe Burrow, Herbert, and some of the others that worked. Because if their pre-draft evaluations are nowhere near Burrow or Herbert or some of those others, then it's not worth trading up for. If their pre-draft evaluations are comparable to their pre-draft evaluations on the others, then maybe. And the good thing is, Rand Carthon's been doing pre-draft evaluations for a long time, and so he's probably got that information on how they scouted and how they viewed Trey Lance and the others, right? And so I think it's how do they stack up. It's just been almost 10 years for the Titans fan base to see a team in complete rebuild mode. I think that's the... the, And and, and you have a new guy coming in there. The previous guy, John Robinson, got them out of rebuild. They got a new guy coming in and you're going to go right back into rebuild. I just don't think that that's going to go well. (laughs) But again, like I think if you talk to, if you talk to draft people when there's a lot of draft people out there, if you talk to draft people, they believe 2024's draft at quarterback is miles better than this upcoming draft. You've got guys like Caleb Williams, fresh off a Heisman trophy win, You've got Drake May, who did a lot of incredible things at North Carolina, who is way better than the previous North Carolina first-round quarterback in Mitch Trubisky. And you've got other guys that are in the pipeline in that next draft where if you don't think C.J. Stroud is legitimate because he only had to play Michigan the last couple of years, and if you don't think Bryce Young's 180-whatever-pound frame is going to be able to last and he's going to get hurt because he got hurt in college if you don't think he's worth trading up from 11 to one, then don't do it. And, you know, use that. Like tw- the Texans. Uh, use that. Twins, but again, like maybe next year, maybe next year, maybe the following year. I'm just saying, you, the, and look, I'm not criticizing you. I'm just saying that your tune has changed very rapidly. Okay. So here's from so our here's conversations my- and that's okay. I'm yeah. not, again, it's not critical. I'm sitting here saying your tune has vastly changed and you admitted you went from thinking that it's, it's reset yep. to yep. rebuild. Yeah. Cause, because if there's, if there is a legitimate way to get $27 million of Ryan Tannehill gone in March and get more for him, get something for him. I like that idea because, and you can answer this pretty quickly. Ryan Tannehill's back in 2023 with Derrick Henry. The Titans probably finish between eight and seven and 10 and 10 and seven. They're probably in between there, right? Which means they're probably going to be picking 14 to 20 and the Titans are not going to be able to get a quarterback next year and a way better quarterback draft. And now they got nothing for Tannehill and Derrick Henry's also expired. And, and who knows how that looks. And so now you're in a real big reset with those two pieces gone and a worse draft pick. Where this year, if you can free up that $27 million of Tannehill and you ride with a non-Aaron Rodgers bridge option, now you're That's in why a... Aaron Rodgers is the best case scenario. Uh, but again, but Aaron Rodgers... You out of Derrick Henry. You have, like, Derrick Henry is a great running back, an all-time running back. But this, the facts are the facts. You can't run yourself to a Super Bowl on the shoulders of a premier all-time great running back in today's league. Yeah. 
And, so and stop it. So stop doing it. Stop trying. Quit trying. That's and, the whole point. And, and to we're gonna, quit trying. Aaron Rodgers is the perfect bridge. And, and look, I, I just, you know, I, I think we should. He's not 45. Uh, he's not 35. Didn't say that, but there's a huge discrepancy. You have to bridge. You, if you rebuild Austin and you miss, you're the Houston Texans. That, yeah, but that's my problem but, but with your philosophy. Run. I but understand your philosophy. But, but the, you're the, now all of a sudden the Houston Texans. No, maybe the next year. No, the Tennessee Titans are way better run of a franchise than the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans have been a laughing stock for all the stupid stuff that they've done in the last four years since you're, they gave it's Bill O'Brien. mentality. It's maybe next year. Uh, the, with the, the, the Texans gave Bill O'Brien the GM role and fired Rick Smith, who was doing a good job, and it's been a disaster ever since. And so... I just, again, I think the best case scenario is if you can find a legitimate way to trade Tannehill, get draft capital for Tannehill's contract, and put yourself in a position to bridge whatever 2023 is going to look like and then be able to really go after something next year. I think, you know, it's kind of the, you have to take a couple steps back to get forward. And the Titans are in that spot where you can sit with Tannehill and ride another year and stay in quarterback purgatory or try to rip the bandaid off and actually heal this thing from the center of the wound. Yeah. Well, and I think it's, I think this has sprinkled a brand new mindset to a lot of Titans fans because of the possibility of this trade. Uh, you, you, and it's just, you got teams that may want Ryan Tannehill. And I don't think that anybody saw that coming you know, before we knew the Jets were desperate. Here's the other issue of the offensive line is a huge caveat. We also, you know, that is impactful. But I think you said this earlier in the show that I do agree on is I would love to know Rand Carthon's mindset on these quarterbacks. Yeah. How he feels about it. Yeah, because somebody in the chat mentioned that, you know, I went through my whole best case scenario without actually saying who the quarterback would be. But that's what I'm trying to, un to say here is that if you trade Tannehill and you don't try to trade for an Aaron Rodgers, it gives Rain Carthon a, 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 the ability to base his next move off of his evaluation. And I want to say, I'm going to say this. Why I what I would rather do than what you said. Okay. And, but first, uh, tell us about one of our presenting sponsors. Yeah, the Bone and Joint Institute. I'll tell you what I'd rather do instead of sitting there uh, all summer long with my foot bothering me because I had plantar fasciitis. I should have gone to the Bone and Joint Institute a lot earlier than I actually did because once I did, saw our guy, Dr. Jeff Watson, foot and ankle specialist at the Bone and Joint Institute, and he helped me get through my plantar fasciitis with a bunch of different home remedies and techniques and ways to, to deal with that injury, and they can do the same thing for you. It was an easy, easy visit, right? You just go to the Bone and Joint Institute, uh, boneandjointtn.org. You type in what's bothering you. It sorts the doctors that specialize in that. You click make an appointment, and it fits whatever is on your schedule and right there. So I went in, Dr. Watson helped me out, and then I started – putting together what he, the plan he gave me and then help heal my foot this past summer. So don't wait. If you're being bothered by some nagging injury 
Just deal with it. Go to Bone and Joint Institute and help. let them help you get back. If you need surgery, they've got the experts. If you need physical therapy, they've got the experts there too. In Franklin, right off of I-65, it's super easy to get to. Boneandjointtn.org. It is the sports. We're powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports right there in the bonus code tab. They'll hook you up uh, with a great deal for new users. Download the app today. All right, I'm going to get to some comments before I tell you what I'd rather do. And I, yeah. I kind of am surprised that I'm going to say this, but what I'd rather do than what you said. Uh, John brings up with some uh, jackpot bucks, trade Tannehill and go after Hendon Hooker. He should fall far enough in the draft. The Titans can grab him, plus step right in and play, use the other picks for the offensive line and another wide receiver. The problem with that, John, is you just drafted a quarterback last year in the same type of position that Hendon Hooker is going to be in. And Don't he do the same thing. And he can't step right in and play because he just had ACL surgery in December. Exactly. Andre with some lunch money says Colts going up for Levis, Texans taking Young, call uh, Monty and trade with the Cardinals for Stroud. I'm not trading all those picks for Rodgers. So I think Andre brings up scenario, but we just don't know if that is going to be the scenario. You don't know if the Colts are going to take Will Levis. They could take CJ Stroud and then you're left with Will Levis. Is that somebody that you'd be willing to go up for, right? Like, I mean, there's so many scenarios uh, William Brown says, give Ryan Tannehill reworked wide receiver weapons and offensive line and run it back. All right, William goes right into my point. You said on this show that you've changed because of this news. Yep. You've changed from reset to rebuild. Austin, I don't think that that's smart. I would rather, if you had to pick between reset and rebuild, you choose reset. You keep Ryan Tannehill and you keep Derrick Henry for one more year. They're on their last year of their contract. That makes no sense. The value that you are going to get for Ryan Tannehill is not worth it. You'd rather compete for one more year and give it a go and try to progress Chig, Traylon Burks. You can still cut Taylor Lewan. You can still cut Robert Woods. You could draft a left tackle out of Ohio State in the number 11th slot. Mm -hmm. Resetting is the ideal scenario instead of rebuilding at this juncture because of your two quarterback and running back contracts being in the last year of their deal. Don't rebuild. That's where I, I adamantly disagree with you're trading Ryan Tannehill for, for no reason because you're not going to get the value to, to justify what rebuilding actually represents yeah, to your franchise. But the value, Zach, I, I think comes into, if you trade him, then you get $27 million of value to go along with whatever the trade gets you back. What do you get next year? Probably a, a higher draft pick. No, what I'm saying is, uh, if you let Ryan Tannehill go out through his contract, the salary cap's going up again next year, and you get all that money off the books. It does the same damn thing. Well, technically, if you want to, you know, Ryan Tannehill will still have, in 2024, $4.6 million cap hit, um, you know, on the books because they restructured his deal. He's got two years of voided years. They, they piss They piss $4 million. That's well, yeah, well, I mean. It's the truth. But so what I'm but saying again, is, that, but you're not competing this year. You are now taking your name out of the hat 
and you're now competing with the Texans and the Colts. Uh, yeah, but at some point, kind of, at some point, you're gonna be. You in don't a have spot. to do anything. Yeah, but I mean, you, but you're gonna just remain in quarterback purgatory for another. You're delaying the inevitable. And you no, know, you, you're 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 betting on the future. The the inevitable. The, today's age. Oh, look, this I had to kind of put myself in two scenarios. I choose the Aaron Rodgers scenario every day of the week if I okay. can. But in these two scenarios, you're betting on the future of something else happen. A, a, a quarterback gets unhappy. He wants out. Now you can you can be in that sweepstakes. But the money, you're doing it to get very minimal picks. Yeah, it's just, look, and it's a thing where, I again, I, I think I'm very fascinated to see how it's actually going to play out. I, I am not anti-Ryan Tannehill for 2023. But I, I do think if the Titans have the ability to trade him away to get something for that to hit that reset and rebuild button, I I, I kind of like it. I, Who's I like going to be the quarterback I, again. Malik that's Willis? what I'm saying. Like I think you can have now. You look at how you uh, value and how you evaluate those first round quarterbacks and see what there are there. It, then you find a bridge quarterback because there's going to be other quarterbacks. So it's that Will are, Levis. You got three quarterbacks that are in the top 15. You're talking about. Bryce Young, the perennial number one overall pick. You've got C.J. Stroud, and you got Will Levis. There's mm -hmm. only three quarterbacks, but there's about six or seven quarterback-hungry teams. Sure. And so, yeah. wh who are you going to go with? There's going to be other quarterbacks that will come available on this merry-go-round at some point, and I, I think the Titans are likely to go with a veteran bridge quarterback rather than draft uh, or move up to get a first-round quarterback this year. Again, I'm I'm looking uh, but forward I don't know who. I don't either, but I, I think but I, I, they, you can't just create them. Ryan Fitzpatrick is retired, <laughs> <laughs> as is Chad Henney. Apparently, you can't. But the, you 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 can't say something that is not available. Again, I I think the best case scenario for the Titans is if they can get something back by trading Ryan Tannehill to free up as much cap space as possible and to get more draft picks to figure out what the immediate and long-term quarterback situation is. You might as well trade Derrick Henry too. Uh, we might talk about that tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> well, if we, you're just going to sell the team or sell the I, roster, I mean, the team. again, but you're that's in a weird kind of your spot, mindset. Right? I, 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 I'm shocked. I'm actually surprised that you changed this much, much over a SYN report. <laughs> Well, it's, I, it, I, it's fair. I understand. You like, said you a big we, report. You said you also changed something, but too, not right? this much. You're sitting here now and like rebuild, tear the damn thing down, and, I, and go I, buy some concrete. I think I think there's there's an opportunity to rip the bandaid off and start from scratch. And sometimes you have to do that. Then what do you do with Jeffrey Simmons? If you're doing that, you might as well trade away Jeffrey Simmons for two number one overall picks. I don't know. I don't you know. You don't have to do that. You, you don't have to completely start over. You still build around that foundational defense. No, I'm not saying you do that at all. Okay. Don't don't uh, put that in my mouth. I don't, I, I don't want anybody I, I, thinking. I'm, that. I'm trying to figure out the the mindset. All right. Well, anyway, let's get to throwing shade. I've got a couple shades. I might have to save one for time purposes. And I know Zach had a brand new shade that popped up this morning. So throwing shade on this Wednesday. I'm sure people might want to throw shade on my quarterback take this morning. But Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan, health, dental, and vision. I've got Farm Bureau Health Plans. I live in the state of Tennessee. If you live in the state of Tennessee, they've got 200 plus locations across the state to help you. Quick, this is how easy it is. 
It's a quick call or online at A to Z or at, at FBHP.com slash A to Z. And you take a quick health assessment. Once the health assessment and you, you answer all those questions, they give you a quote and you realize that the plan that they provide, for me at least, it saved me 20% each month in old straight cashola and I got a better plan. So if you live in the state of Tennessee, check out Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee, 200 plus locations across the state. Also, download the BetMGM app today. Use our bonus code ATOZ Sports. That gives you an incredible first bet offer when you join with ATOZ Sports as your bonus code. And what that means is if you miss your first bet, first, you need to go big on that first bet because if you miss on that first bet, you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets for using our bonus code ATOZ Sports. We've also got some college hoops picks coming out today. Check out Grace Remington on our social media. She'll have a pick each week moving forward across our social media channel. Started that last week and decided to have Grace a part of the A to Z team with BetMGM this year. So check them out. Bonus code ATOZ Sports and sign up for the BetMGM app today. And it is officially time, Zach, to throw some shade. Throwing shade on this Wednesday like we do every Wednesday. So get your shade ready. Uh, I see shade coming in from Big Ten Jeff, who typically throws shade um, at Ohio State or the Big Ten. He says shade on Ohio State basketball. Chris Holtman, they sucked 14 points in the entire first half on Sunday. Jeff, I'll double down on that. I lost my bet. I bet uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. You watched this game. Ohio State lost on Sunday. Like, frustrating. I don't think they scored a basket in the last like five minutes. It seemed like it was brutal. So yeah. uh, Ohio state did not cover. Uh, they were playing Michigan state, Michigan state just trounced them. So uh, I, I, I watch you. I, I'm betting man now, right? I mean, I'm, right. I'm, I'm hot, but Ohio state, I've doubled down on your shade. They're bad. All right. Uh, Noah says shade on the Portland trailblazers who also screwed him in the last leg of his parlay last night. So Noah, Noah. and Zach, Feeling the same feels today. I woke the, I woke up. I had, not if anybody cares, but I had the Boston Celtics minus five and a half in which they covered on the last meaningless dunk of the game. I had all my other bets. I woke up this morning and the trail, it wasn't even close. The, the Wizards blew them out. Yeah. Uh, John, throwing shit on Austin for wanting to completely rebuild the Titans and team. <laughs> I knew and that they The Derrick Henry era of football. I knew that, yeah, I knew that was coming. Uh, this is kind of strange. David says, shade on people who peek at you through the cracks of the bathroom stall. Weirdos. I mean, I, you know, if you're going to try to see if the stall is occupado, then you like look down at the feet, you know, you know, crack. Yeah, you don't peer, peer through the crack. No, no. Um, so, you know, David, I don't know what's going on uh, with that. But <laughs> I, you Don't go to those bathrooms. Either. Yeah. <laughs> don't go to the bathrooms that have a hole in the stall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Zach, I'll start with my shade. My shade is something that I think our society needs to catch up on. And that is the fact that if somebody is wearing Bluetooth headphones, AirPods, or whatever brand you want to have, do not engage in conversation with somebody in public whom you don't know who is wearing Bluetooth headphones, because there's a possible strong possibility that there's something else playing in those Bluetooth headphones. I don't know about you, but I don't just walk around with my AirPods in and nothing and nothing happening there. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm talking on the phone. I'm listening to something else. I'm doing something in those AirPods. And so when you just try to, as a ran, random person, 
tried to engage in a conversation with me while I'm wearing those, I'm going to have to say I'm on the phone or something, which is going to be confusing to the person I'm on the phone with, or I'm going to have to say, hold on a second, pull my phone out of my pocket, hit pause on what I've got going on or lower the volume, and then ask you to repeat what you just tried to say. And so, you know, I, I, I'm not an anti like be social to random people. Like I, I like saying hi to people on the streets and waving and stuff, but don't engage in a conversation with somebody who's got Bluetooth headphones in because you're just going to create an awkward situation. That happened to me this morning. And, but she, she, she literally said, I walk, you know, my dog around the neighborhood. She literally goes, you're always on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, so don't say that I'm on the phone. Go, like, so was, why are you talking to me right now? Well, yeah, because I got things to do. I got people to talk to. <laughs> There's a lot of responsibility. We got things to do. I got so I am always on the phone if I'm walking around, and I always have my Bluetooth headphones in when I'm walking around the neighborhood. Yeah, like I and then what I try to do, and this is like this is the fakeness of it. So sometimes. I'll pull my phone out and I'll walk like this. Yeah. Just to, to, <laughs> I'll walk like I'm talking on the phone, but my blue ear. So that kind of gets the message that, Hey, I'm on the phone. Yeah. It, it And you know, again, I, Nick says Austin is not a man of the people. Apparently, you know, like I like having like, net, you know, random oh, yeah. conversations, I'm, but it's I'm just like, I'm, I would rather be talking to the human. Right. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's like, you know, I've got, if I've got the headphones in, I've, probably got something else going on inside my brain. Uh, so it's just going to create an awkward situation. So that, that is my shade is that I think society needs to kind of, you know, catch up to that understanding of what that means. Uh, Tresco and star Wars on us. Oh. Tress says shade on the Jedi counselor for not giving Anakin the rank of Jedi master. Mace Windu was, was going to murder Palpatine. And Anakin saved him. Blame the real issue. I mean, yeah, Tress, you bring I, up some very valid points right there. I, you know, and Senator Palpatine, that's a bad dude. I, you never, he's untrustworthy. And that type of move actually killed the youth. It killed many and many children and young Jedi warriors. Wait, so you actually know what he's talking about? Well, you know what he's talking about? Yeah, he's talking about Star Wars. I mean, I haven't watched Star Wars, and I, I, you know. Yeah, I know. I, I, I watch Star Wars. I know Star Wars. I, and that was a Star Wars conversation that Tress and I were just having, that I knew you had no idea about. No, I mean, I've, I've seen Star Wars. It's been a long time, and I remember very little. Uh, so yeah, okay, great. So Zach, what is your shade today? Uh, my shade is this is the second time that I've opened my computer to do the show, and I just get the Apple symbol that says you got 12 minutes it doesn't say anything why it doesn't say that it's an update it just says 12 minutes remaining and so i've I, that's why we were late this morning and i've put so much into apple as a whole i i support them i've got stock in them that i've been buying year after year i have all of their products I talk about their app store every day to go download the BetMGM app. And they do me like that. And I just don't know. So, you know, and maybe that's the evolving wheel of you got to go buy a new computer. So it doesn't do that. I don't know. But I, I, that's, that's my shade. I was late this morning based on the technology of opening up my computer, turning it on and says, you got 12 minutes remaining. Not telling <laughs> me what 12 minutes is. 
Yeah. And it's not, and I, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, 12 minutes. That'll probably be like five. No, yeah. it's 12. I've timed it out. It, they are, at least Apple is truthful. They yeah, are get- honest with their remaining time. So that is my, and look, you know, Aaron's like, you need a new computer. When do we get these computers? Um, Three years ago? Not two. Two I- years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, or two, this two years old. That's right. It's correct. Yeah. Two years. The end Two of years. 2020. So, like, I mean, I, I look, technology moves at the speed of light. I understand that. But that is my shit. Yeah. And uh, Zach texted me at 8.06 this morning. It's just a screenshot of his, com- no, a picture of his computer screen. Which about is nasty nine- <laughs> because I spit all over my computer screen because I talk into it yeah. every morning, right? It just says about nine minutes remaining. And the, the progress bar is at, like, 35%. And there's <laughs> another side shade. And this is nasty, but like we talk, right? We speak into our our computers, computers. very passionately. And yes. and it and so sometimes when I'm on a plane and and I've recently cleaned my computer, but if I don't get the opportunity to clean my computer and I open it on a plane, there is some embarrassment. Oh, because yeah. it's like, oh my god, that guy's disgusting. And it's like, look, actually, I mean, I'm not. I have a disgusting. reason for this. Like, come right. on, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> so there it is. All right, guys, that's our shade today. A good, hey, strong show talking about the potential of the Jets being interested in trading for Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Buck Rising will be live tonight, A to Z Sports Prime Time. So check that out at the same streaming channels at 8 p.m. Central Time. Like the show before you go. Give us that thumbs up on Facebook and YouTube. We'd appreciate that a lot. If you like the show, give us that thumbs up to help the algorithms all across the platforms. And if you haven't yet, subscribe to our channel. And we'll talk to you guys later on a Titans Thursday tomorrow morning. Appreciate it as always. Adios.